Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, beautiful manifestors. Welcome, of course, to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. You've got me today, good old Holly Marie, for a solo episode. Uh, we've been doing a ton of guest episodes lately, largely because we've been doing this uh, whole, you know, guest project throughout the year. So, if this is your first episode with the podcast or maybe you've been skipping the guest episodes, you might want to go back and have a listen to some of them because uh, we've been talking to a whole range of human design teachers and getting their take on manifestors. So having them inform us about what they see in us and they love in us as manifestors. So I've been doing heaps of recording for that. Um, I have also been doing a couple of extra recording episodes with some of our previous students from uh, the Manifesto Mastery program because we're about to go into the launch of the Manifesto Mastery program again. So you will see those episodes coming up in the next few weeks. In short, I've been talking to a lot of people. <laughs> I've been like talking to a lot of people. So it does feel for me in my little bubble over here, it feels kind of refreshing to just be doing a solo episode, to just be chatting to you guys. Uh, last week's episode was one of our beautiful uh, co-hosting episodes from Taylor. She was talking about niching, coaching and manifestors, an area that so many manifestors ask about. And I love Taylor's take on it because her energy is so different to mine. She views it really differently to me, um, uses really great kind of explorative language around it so definitely encourage you to listen to that and the previous episode before that was one that was from me that was about are you actually repelling which was a kind of confronting challenging episode about maybe what is happening in your relationships that you are writing off as repelling because as we know uh, we have been doing a lot of conversation this whole year about relationships it's been the relationship zone up in here and probably will be for the remainder of the year and on the podcast we've been talking about all of these different elements of relationships for manifestors like all of these different angles and lenses and um, challenges and wins and just all of these different ways that we can view relationships as manifestors and Today's episode is going to be no different to that. It's going to be a bit of a challenging one, again, but a bit more structural for you, okay? This is a little bit more practical, give you something to uh, kind of dig your manifested teeth into and hopefully implement some really helpful, supportive changes in your life. Today, we're going to be talking about boundaries for manifestors. Boundaries. I feel like um, last year, like boundaries were the buzzword. 
like 2021 was like, sorry, 2022 was like the year that the boundaries were all the rage and everybody was about it. And now in our circles, we're seeing sovereignty as the buzzword. And that's really curious to me. I'm going to mention that later in the episode, but I think that for manifestors, boundaries and sovereignty go hand in hand. Um, but for those of you who perhaps know me, maybe you've worked with me, maybe you've listened to the podcast, maybe you've been following the social media for a while. Like I know there are a lot of you who have just been around for the long haul and I thank you. <laughs> thank you for being here for the wild journey that is a manifestor in business. Um, you'll know that like, Boundaries are not a new concept for me. Like boundaries are not something that I haven't touched on before. I will be fully open here though with my disclosure, totally honest with all of you guys that boundaries in business are something that I do really well. You will note on our social media and even across, you know, sales pages and aspects in our program, um, we have boundaries and we communicate them really clearly. And I promised you guys within our team, we uphold those boundaries as if they are law. So um, I get a lot of feedback from people about how inspired they are by the boundaries that we use, about um, a number of people have kind of taken the boundaries that we use as templates for their own boundaries in their own business. Boundaries in business are something that I had to work on. I came out of my last business having had no boundaries, none at all. I, I was just, I was like porous. I was completely open and I got really damaged and really hurt and really broken. If you want to hear more about that, I recorded an episode a little while back called The Full Reveal, um, which is the whole story of my last business. Um, so coming into this business over the first few years, I really identified, okay, boundaries have to play a role here. Like boundaries are significant in terms of how I set this up and how I maintain my energy going forward. So boundaries have been a favorite topic of mine in terms of the business range, but I do not do boundaries in my personal relationships all that well. <laughs> I've known this about myself for a very long time and have not really had enough of a motivation to actively do the work to change it. I mean, I've tried. I've tried little bits and pieces. Like I've, you know, adjusted some boundaries in some relationships. And there have been times when I've sat down and I've written out boundaries. And even sometimes when I've communicated boundaries to some people and um, maybe ended some relationships because the boundaries weren't working. I mean, it's not like I haven't touched it before. I just haven't really invested the level of depth and emotional regulation and healing that I needed to in order to really move through boundaries in relationships. And I am doing that work right now. I'm doing that work as we speak. So <laughs> I'm still on my toddler legs. I'm still um, kind of, you know, just waddling around a little bit, working my way through it. And maybe I'll come back at some point in the future and let you guys know what I've experienced in, in really kind of mastering boundaries in my personal relationships from my marriage to my friendships to, um, you know, my, oh my goodness, like my work colleagues, my like <laughs> collaborations, um, all of, all of the relationships, even my, you know, my parenting with my family and then with my own children. Boundaries have been a bit of a thing for me lately. And I wanted to come to you in this episode with what I know so far. I've been speaking a lot about this year um, 
I have, I've been challenging myself as a line six because I'm an unconscious line six. And for those of you who don't know what that means, um, your unconscious profile line is sort of a space that other people see in you, but you don't necessarily fully see it in yourself. And so it can be a little bit harder to, to grasp, a little bit harder to embody. And for me, that's the line six. So I've been really challenging myself this year to um, not wait until I have every single piece of wisdom and every single lesson integrated from my experiences before I share them. Because I, as a line six, can have that sort of perfectionist quality of, no, 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 I have to basically have all of my shit perfectly together before I come and teach you on it. And um, I'm trying to really honor my four as a four six to come forward as well and say, well, here's what I know so far. Here's what I've connected. Here's what I've learned um, in my journey so far, particularly in my relationships. So across the whole course of this year, what I've been teaching you is stuff that I've been going through is stuff that I've been learning in real time. And I'm, you know, maybe a few weeks or a month out of it. Um, and this boundary stuff, that's certainly correct. I mean, I, I am just, just moving through it right now. So, okay, <clears throat> let's back this up a little bit to the simplistics. Let's go to the basics. What are boundaries? What are boundaries? Because again, like I said, this is a buzzword. I mean, this has been thrown around like you all need boundaries. And we've we've adopted this kind of social narrative when it comes to boundaries in relationships as boundaries being this um, punitive measure, being this, this area of punishment that, oh, you've got an unhealthy relationship. It's because you've got no boundaries. And so you need to put your boundaries in place. And if they won't honor them, then you get rid of the relationship. Like, we have entered into such an era of dismissive uh, conduct and mentality when it comes to relationships. We have certainly in this space collectively where if the relationship is not utopic, if it is not perfect, if it is not everything you want it to be at every single second, then, you know, like kick it to the curb, whether that's romantic relationships, um, sexual relationships, friendship relationships, family relationships, like we have become very black and white about relationships and that is something that I am challenging within myself to move into the gray area and I think that even though boundaries seem like such a binary topic they seem like so structural and so masculine actually the truth of boundaries and the, the true essence of boundaries is that they do exist in the gray they do exist in the space of unconditional love they do exist in the space of compassion and forgiveness Boundaries really are a form of communication. That's all we're talking about here. Boundaries are a form of communication. Boundaries in your relationships are you expressing your needs and your wants. That's it. Boundaries in relationships are you expressing your needs and your wants. You really also, you know, should be moving into this healthy space. I hate saying should. As a manifester, if you desire to move into this space, boundaries within yourself are also helpful. So with that relationship between you and you, your relationship to yourself, boundaries also play the same role. You know, communicating with yourself, what are my needs and what are my wants? Sorry about my dog there, everybody. He's a reflector and his open throat gets very activated <laughs> by the world around him. He likes to bark. Okay, so if boundaries simply are the communication of our needs and our wants in any relationship, whether that's a relationship with somebody else or a relationship with yourself, we all need them. 
we all need them because boundaries are making those statements that say, hey, this is my space and this is what I need for you to be in my space. Now, I think that this is where it starts to go a little off kilter. When we start demanding that people uphold those boundaries at every single moment and we expect them to do it flawlessly all the time, otherwise it's representative of a major problem, then we start getting into boundaries really as ultimatums. We get into boundaries really as punishments. But in essence, every single relationship needs boundaries. So every single person needs boundaries because it's a list of values. It's it's a code of conduct within yourself that says, I know what I need and I know what I want, whether that is within myself or whether that is with other people, whether that is even entering into things like creating projects or, or my relationship with my business, my relationship with exercise, my relationship with food. What are the boundaries that I have? Because my boundaries are simply a communication of this is what I need and this is what I want. And the more clearly I can communicate that, certainly the more clearly I can move forward. Now, manifestors because this is a manifest, a podcast being based on the manifest community. Manifestors, of course, need boundaries. Of course, need boundaries. I mean, like it's immediate that you can see the connection between um, the communication of boundaries and informing, obviously, because whenever a manifestor is communicating a boundary, what we're actually doing is informing. So we can be informing ourselves. We can be informing the universe. We can be informing other people. So simply as a practice of informing, I mean, boundaries are a great area for manifestors. If you're struggling to know how to begin informing or to really kind of get that discipline of informing going on, spend a little bit of time working out what your boundaries are and then simply vocalize those boundaries because boundaries are things that need to be communicated when involving other people. They need to be communicated out loud. They need to be spoken verbally and clearly or at least in writing to other people because an unspoken boundary is not a boundary an unspoken boundary is an area for resentment and it's like a landmine someone is going to step on it they are going to fall into that pit that you just left sitting on the ground because you knew what your boundary was but you didn't tell them what the boundary was so again we can see that immediate link between boundaries and informing for manifestors no brainer here's where i think it gets more interesting manifestors need boundaries because manifestors are sovereign beings sovereign beings now everybody is a sovereign being every single being on the planet is a sovereign being. So sovereignty is not something that manifestors own more so than, you know, other energy types own it. No, no, no. A generator is sovereign. A projector is sovereign. A reflector is sovereign. An MG is sovereign. They're all sovereign. And we all need to be honoring each other's energetic sovereignty, right, as sovereign beings. Manifestors just, of course, do sovereignty uniquely. (laughs) We do sovereignty differently to the way that other people do sovereignty. For us, sovereignty is connected to our closed aura or our dense, protective, repelling, magnetizing aura. For us, sovereignty means honoring the experience of being on the inside of that aura. Now, sovereignty, just to super simplify this down, guys, the definition of sovereignty is that you are a self-governing state. 
right? So this is a, a term that is getting bandied about quite a lot in spiritual spaces and, and personal development spaces at the moment. Like I said, it's kind of the 2023 buzzword. Um, and I find that pretty funny because this was something that I was talking to manifestors about in our content, in our programs, even on our VIP day. I mean, I was touting sovereignty, sovereignty, sovereignty uh, at the beginning of last year, beginning of 2022. So I know that there were a lot of manifestors that have for the last 12 months been moving through this journey of energetic sovereignty and understanding what that means and really being in an empowered state with it is sovereignty. And then, hey, what do you know? A year later, the collective is caught up, guys. <laughs> like We went first and the collective is now on board. So that's just a funny little observation of how manifestors initiate things without even meaning to. But sovereignty is just at its core being a self-governing state, a self-governing state. So I govern my own energy. I am the authority on my own energy. I am responsible for my own energy. I make my own rules. I choose my own direction. I'm a self-governing state, just like we have self-governing nations, right? I'm a self-governing state. I am a sovereign being. We cannot be sovereign beings as manifestors and also interact in the world without boundaries. Take that in. We cannot be in a sovereign state as manifestors and also interact in the world without boundaries because we know that as manifestors living behind that closed aura and I'm always kind of saying closed in like quote unquote <laughs> like air quotes right closed meaning our aura is dense it's protective it's heavy it's thick it's hard for people to get through so for us living behind that closed aura that is our sovereign place when we are outside of that aura we are we are pushing outside of our sovereign state because within that closed aura within that quietness we find our sense of inner voice we find our peace that is where our place of alignment is that is where we are hearing our inner authority it's where we are honoring our energy cycles it's where we are deeply connecting to our rest it's where we are receiving our creative urges from um, and you'll notice as a manifester once you start playing with this that once you step away from your sovereignty once you are spending time you know pushing outside of your aura which happens right we do we kind of open the aura a lot um, we engage with a lot of people maybe we're giving our initiating energy to to other people for a period of time none of that's necessarily unhealthy it's just that that's not a space where we can exist permanently. So even when you're responding a lot, you're really pushing out past that closed aura. When you're doing responding, you are pushing out away from your manifesto sovereignty. So that place that we always need to return to is our sovereign state, which is behind the closed aura where we're saying, I am me. I am listening only to me. I am honoring only my own energy here. And when we are not doing that, that's when we start to get some issues. That's when we start to experience our anger. It's when we really run into issues with honoring our rest and trying to push through our rest cycles. And most importantly, it seems to be when we uh, disconnect from our creative urges. So we stop hearing our creative urges. We stop feeling them or we do sense them and we get overwhelmed with fear or we're busy or we're getting caught up in other people's noise and other people's chaos. And so we don't initiate the urge and then we're angry because we didn't initiate it. All of these things. So for us, sovereignty 
is really existing in that peacefulness and in that quiet of of being in our own sovereign state behind the closed aura. So whenever we are moving outside of that, we as manifestors really need to be using boundaries as our way of informing other people kind of like, hey, I'm here temporarily, but these these are the things that I need while I'm here. I need to communicate them clearly to you because this is, you know, for me to exist in this space, these are the things that I need to support me here. I mean, we also are really using boundaries whenever we're informing people about um, how we need them to interact with us, even when we are in our sovereign state, even when we're not pushing, you know, out of that aura and um, when we are really honoring, like being in our sovereign state, informing using boundaries says to people, let me help you understand me. This is what I need. So a super, super kind of clear set and easy set of boundaries for us can look like, hey, I rest. I go through long periods of rest and I need you to insert whatever, right? Like I need to be left alone. I need to be encouraged. I need to be looked after. I need to be um, whatever, free from expectations, whatever it is. What are your needs in order to honor that sovereign state? If you are journeying through informing and you're struggling with that, how can you use boundaries to support your journey through that? How can you use boundaries with other people to say, I'm going through this journey of learning to inform. This is what I need from you. I need you to inform me. I need you to listen when I inform. I need you to not give feedback, right? Whatever that may be. These are my set of needs so that I can honor my sovereign state. This can apply to any area of being a manifester. Identify what your needs are to maintain your sovereignty around rest cycling, around creative urges, around your initiating energy, around informing, around responding, um, all of these things. And then you can broaden that scope out. So how do I really understand my set of needs for relationships? What do I need in my relationship and how can I be clear about that? Understanding that boundaries are not necessarily about finger pointing. Boundaries are not this place of blame. They're not this place of coercion and control. So boundaries are not there for you to say, well, I'm going to tell this other person how to act. This is how they always need to act when they're around me. You know, like I need this person to like never expect me to respond. So that's what I need from you. No, your boundaries are a representation of your needs your boundaries are a representation of your needs so I need to be in a relationship where I'm not expected to respond a lot that's it that's the boundary that's the communication we don't have to justify it we don't have to explain it further unless the other person you know is is um, asking really respectful questions about that so determining what your needs are and communicating them is informing and it is honoring your sovereignty as a manifester. Can you see why we need boundaries in our relationships as manifestors? Now, here's the thing. This is where I have struggled with relationship boundaries, right? In my personal relationships. (sighs) Boundaries are not something that gets set and gets communicated or informed and then never touched again. (laughs) Boundaries are an entire process of setting the boundaries, communicating the boundaries out loud, and then restating the boundaries 
when they ultimately get violated. Now, I think that this is where, as a social collective, we're having a bit of a hang-up because we are buying into this story that if somebody has violated your boundaries, then, like, that's it. They're a bad person and you're a good person and your needs are not being met. That is a black and white way of looking at it. I think that what I'm really beginning to understand here for myself, because I've certainly been in that mindset before, but what I'm starting to understand for myself is that people not honoring your boundaries is something to be expected because humans are imperfect and most behavior is unintentional. Almost all behavior from humans is an, an unconscious outworking of their own wounds, of their own perspectives, of their own traumas, of their own emotions, just like you are doing exactly that too. So it's natural that in relationship, your boundaries are going to be violated at some point. This is different to somebody who is a chronic boundary violator. If you're in a relationship with somebody who, you know, it's like at every turn, that boundary is just being violated, 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 or they're actively saying to you, I don't care about your boundaries. I'm not going to follow your boundaries. Okay, that's a different scenario. I'm talking about, you know, being in a relationship with someone where, you know, you've set the boundary and you've been really clear and they've agreed to it and there's mutual love and respect. And then two weeks later, woof boundary violation. There it is. This is an opportunity for you to continue with the, the full process of boundaries, which is to restate the boundary at that point in the moment, clearly, verbally, directly saying, hey, that boundary that I told you about, that's still a boundary for me and it just got violated. So we're going to come back to that right? And understand that you are also going to be playing that role for other people. Other people will be setting boundaries with you and you will be unintentionally violating them as well. And so I think it's healthy in relationships, certainly for a manifester to be initiating this type of communication in relationships where we say, I am probably going to accidentally violate your boundaries. So please tell me when I do, inform me when I do, because I love you and I want this relationship to be healthy and I'm going to, you know, change my behavior. I'm going to come into more awareness of that. We grow together. People in relationships are growing together. Now, I think what happens to a lot of manifestors is that when we have informed on a boundary and somebody doesn't adhere to that boundary, you know, the first instance that that happens, we say, well, they're not hearing my informing. They're not listening to my informing because I informed about this and then they didn't follow it. And we kind of go down this whole little rabbit warren that has nothing to do with boundaries, which is what it's really about, right? This is about boundaries and needing to restate the boundaries. But we start applying this human design language to it of like, oh, well, I'm a manifester and people aren't listening to my informing. And for the number of people that comment, you know, on our social media about like, well, what do you do if someone's not listening to your informing? Like, that's enough to tell me that. <laughs> we are potentially like wrapping informing up under things that are, don't belong to informing. Yes, when we are communicating our boundaries, we're informing. But somebody violating your boundaries doesn't mean they're not hearing your informing. Doesn't mean they're not listening to your informing. They have. They have heard your informing. They have listened to, their, to your informing. And they are acting as humans. They are doing their best. And a violation of a boundary when it's been unintentional and unconscious 
is a mirror reflection back to you to say, great, here's the opportunity for you to restate that boundary, to really bring the health of the relationship together in that way. Here is an opportunity for you to revisit your sovereignty. Are you holding your sovereignty? Are you holding yourself as a self-governing state? Are you a sovereign being? Does this boundary still need to be here in order to support you in being sovereign? Yes, it does. Great. Let's restate it. No, it doesn't. Okay. Well, we've moved and we've grown and then we can communicate, hey, that boundary is not needed anymore, but maybe I need this new one instead. Boundaries and sovereignty go hand in hand. Boundaries and informing go hand in hand. So the question here as manifestors is not how do we enforce, you know, the world around us to see us as sovereign and how do we enforce the world around us to listen to our informing? We can't. We can't control. We can't enforce. That's not our role. In fact, that's nobody's role. What we can do is be as much as possible in our sovereign state and seek to be in harmony in all of our relationships. And I believe that boundaries play a significant role in our ability to do that. So the question to ask of yourself today, whenever you're listening to this, and you might want to take this as a journal prompt, something to reflect on, start writing out a list of things in response to this question within yourself is what boundaries do I need to implement based on my need for sovereignty? As a manifester, if I am sovereign and I know what sovereignty looks and feels like for me, then what are my needs to uphold that and how do those needs translate to boundaries what boundaries do i need based on my need for sovereignty as a manifester write a list get it out of you don't ruminate on that and think about it in fluffy terms and then never put it into action this is a practical action step that needs to be specific it needs to be communicated and it needs to be clear so I'm going to issue this fun little challenge to those of you out there as much as I am issuing it to myself because I'm doing exactly this work right now. Take that question, take it to your journal, sit down, write out a list of your boundaries that are based on your need for sovereignty and then determine an action plan for where you're going to implement those boundaries. Which relationships do you need to communicate those boundaries in and how are you going to communicate it? to those people in a really loving, respectful, but clear and concise way. How are you going to inform in those spaces? Knowing that when you're informing, you're initiating and you are initiating a whole new direction of health in your relationships, which is powerful, super, super powerful. Okay, that's enough chatty chatties. Uh, off to do the boundaries work, everybody. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what your boundaries are and to see what your boundaries are. And like in all things, I really believe that if manifestors are able to master this area of boundaries, woof, imagine what impact we are able to have on the collective because everyone needs boundaries for the health of all relationships. So we can be a leading force on that by doing that healing work within ourselves and by doing that implementation work and initiation work in all of our relationships. Okay, people, thank you for being here listening. I'm actually going to keep recording another episode. I'm going to jump straight to recording another episode and uh, keep using my throat before it gets tired and tuck it out. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening as always. And I will catch you next time. But until then, keep hunting for purpose. 
Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us today in another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. We so enjoy having you here and whether you are listening to my insights or the wisdom of one of our other incredibly talented manifesto specialists, we really truly hope that you have taken away power, transformation and wisdom about your own manifesto magnificence. Before you go and switch off, we would be so humbly grateful if you could take the time to either leave a podcast review right on the platform that you're listening to, or if you feel like it, please do a share across your social media. We love to hear how each of the episodes is impacting you, and we love to provide an opportunity for you to inform us via social media. So please share a story or a post about this episode and tag us at The Manifesto Community. Until next time, please, manifestors, keep hunting for purpose.